Welcome to the 180 Ministry Podcast. Please check us out at the1-80.org. Father in heaven, thank you so much that we can gather here today, that we can study your word together. And my prayer is that as we go through this message, that as we interact with each other, that Lord, our hearts might be strengthened to face life's battles, to face the different situations we may be even currently going through, knowing that Lord, we have something a hope that we are looking forward to, that it will not always be like this, that there is coming a day when you will make all things new. And so we thank you for this opportunity, and I pray, O oh God, that you would hide me, forgive me of my transgressions, and use me as a conduit to communicate your truth. This is what I pray and I ask in Jesus Christ's name. Let all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. All right, so the first major fact that we'll be looking at, we're looking at the topic of the second coming. The second coming. Some of you have probably heard of the story that I gave when I first found out about this. I was, um, of course, raised in a Christian background, but I had a misunderstanding as to how the second coming would happen. And so I remember, as I mentioned to you guys, my best friend to this very day, now we live only, by God's grace, since I've moved back to the area, only seven minutes from each other. Um, and we used to go to high school together, public high school in the area called Kennedy in the state, Kennedy High School. And one day, as I mentioned, he began to study the Bible more with his uncle. And as he began to study it, all of a sudden his entire wardrobe like changed, right? He used to wear like, like XX, um, 3X, jeans, 3X shirts, we used to call them white tees. And you would come to school in that, and I would come to school in that with the latest shoes. You had people there who every single week they had a new shoes that they were wearing. And so we were trying to keep up with the world, right? And so one day, all of a sudden, he comes to school, and as he comes, he's actually wearing clothes that fit him. And I was like, what is going on with this brother? And so finally, as time went on, I managed to stop him after school one day. And I said, Alex, what's going on, man? What, why are you acting like this? Not realizing that he was actually normal. I was the one who was abnormal, right? So I started talking to him and he said, brother, I have become um, basically a Sabbath keeper. I've, I've become a Sabbath keeping Christian. Seven-day Adventist. And so I was like, okay, yeah, 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 okay. I, I think I know what they are, seven-day adventurers, um, as I used to call them, because I didn't even know what that was. Um, but as we started talking, we kept talking. He said, brother, it's not just that. Um, I believe that Jesus is coming again. And I said, I believe that Jesus is coming again too. But my life wasn't really measuring up to that, right? And so we continued talking. And he began to explain to me the things that we're going to go through here this morning. The things concerning the manner in which Christ will return. And as I heard these things for the first time, it blew my mind away. 
because I realized, whoa, Christ indeed is coming. We looked at some of the signs of the times last time, and of course, I heard last week you guys got a blessed message from our head elder, and so this week, we're going to go more into it as it concerns the manner in which Jesus will return. Are you ready? Amen. Amen. All right, so the first thing that we're going to ask ourselves is, can we be certain that Jesus will come again? What do you guys say? Amen. All right, are you sure? Amen. Amen. All right, so the answer to this is, you guys are right. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 28 tells us, so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. What event is that referring to? The crucifixion, right? Christ died for how much of the world, by the way? For all the world. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. So he will come a second time. John chapter 14 and verse 3, this is what I alluded to earlier. And if I go, Jesus says, and prepare a place for you. Jesus is not going to go prepare a place and then not prepare a place for you and then not come back, right? If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. So the good news is that Jesus Christ, it was not enough for him just to come to this world, God in human flesh, to manifest the character of his father to the entire world. That is true. That was part of it. But friends, Christ wants to do more than this. He wants to come get us to take us to be with him for how long? For eternity. He is not satisfied to leave us in this world. Hence, we can have the hope that Christ will return. So fact number one, Jesus Christ, can we be certain he is coming again? Amen. What's that? It's in our name. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Amen. Amen. In what manner now will Jesus return the second time? And when my friend Alex began to tell me what we're about to look at now, it really brought hope to my heart because I realized how Jesus is standing in heaven right now and how he will return. In what manner will Jesus return the second time? Acts chapter 1 and verse 9, verses 9 through 11. It says, and when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up. So I want you to imagine this in your sanctified imagination. The disciples are talking to Jesus. He's giving them their last work before he ascends. He's giving them his final words. And as he's speaking, what's happening to him? He's starting to rise. Oh, friends, can you imagine that in your minds? It must have been out of this world, and really it was. He was leaving the world, right? So as this is happening, what do you think their response would be? Where would they look? They would look up, right? So and when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Who do you think those two men were? Angels. Which also said, you men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This, what's the next word? Same Jesus, which is taken up 
from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Now some questions for you. When Jesus left this world to ascend to heaven, he ascended as a spirit. Is that correct? How can we be sure? He ascended as he was. All right, so if you have your Bibles, you have your Bibles with you, right? So I want you to check out with me the book of Luke. Go with me in your Bibles to the book of Luke. And we're going to Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24 and verse 36. Luke chapter 24 and verse 36. And when you're there, say amen. Amen. All right, praise the Lord. So Luke chapter 24 and verse 36. Christ has already appeared to the man on the road to Emmaus or whether it was, um, or his followers on the road to Emmaus, they found out, whoa, this is Jesus Christ who's talking to us at the very end of the conversation, and he disappears. But then Jesus appears to his disciples. And it says in verse 36, and as they thus spake, so the disciples are having, they're talking to one another, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and saith unto them, what? Peace be unto you. Peace be unto you. So the first thing he appears, and he pronounces a word of peace to them. Verse 37, but they were terrified and affrighted, and supposed that they had seen a what? A spirit. Interesting. So they thought they were seeing what we would call in, in the vernacular of today, a ghost. They thought they were seeing a ghost. Now look at Jesus' words. And he said unto them, why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as you see me have. So when when Jesus arose from the grave... Was he still a human? Absolutely. Absolutely. Still God in human flesh, appearing to his disciples and saying to them, hey, I'm not a ghost. Touch me, handle me. Uh, To another one of the apostles, he says, put your hand in my side and see that it is I. In the same way now he ascends. So to tell you the truth, my friends, this is the beautiful thing. We have a high priest who stands before the throne of God representing all humanity in humanity. We have an elder brother. I think it was Elder Bobby who mentioned this or someone mentioned it, this aspect of having an elder brother who is standing up in the heavens representing the whole human race as a human being. Like us, right? Standing before the throne of God. And that same Jesus will come again in the clouds of glory. Wow. This same Jesus, right? As you have seen him go, so will he come. So he left in human, a human. He will come back in humanity to deliver redeemed humanity. This is our third one. Will the second coming of Christ be visible to everyone or only to a select group. So this is where my friend, as he was talking to me about the coming of Jesus Christ, my thought was that when Jesus returns, it's going to be a secret. 
Right. So I, I was thinking, man, this is not really, it's, it, it, there's, there's this event and then the second coming is going to happen sometime later on. But what he began to show me was a keem from scripture, a keem when Jesus comes again. That's it, brother. Now is our time to be ready. And so that stunned me. I was kind of angry, actually. Um, and he saw that anger, but he worked with me. <laughs> he was very patient. He was very kind. And it took me that entire summer of studying and praying to finally understand what he was actually saying to me. So when Jesus comes again, how will he come? How will he come? Will the second coming of Christ be visible to everyone or only to a select group? The answer comes in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 7. And as promised, it says, behold, he comes with clouds. We just read that in Acts 1, right? And how many? Every eye will see him. The verse actually goes on to say, even they who pierced him. So those who were involved in the work of getting Jesus crucified, somehow supernaturally on that day, they will be raised to behold him coming as the conquering king. Special resurrection, right? But how many, as we said, how many will see him? Every eye. For as the lightning comes out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. I don't know how many of you have ever, um, well, of course, probably all of us here, you've been at home, they pronounced on the Weather Channel that a storm was coming, and as the storm came, you might have been in your room, or you might have been on the couch in your living room, and as the storm starts, what do you, what happens first, the lightning or the thunder? The lightning. So the lightning takes place, and then a few seconds later, what happens? The thunder rolls, right? So one day I tried this. I, I put a, uh, I, I laid back, and there was so much lightning, and the light was just flashing through the house. So I covered my eyes so that I could see if I could prevent myself from seeing that lightning, right? And as I covered my eyes, it was interesting. Even though I covered my eyes, the lightning was so bright that it almost pierced through the darkness of my hands. Jesus is saying that when I return, it will be so abundantly clear that I have come that no one who is alive at that time will be able to avoid the fact that I have come. As the lightning comes out of the east and shines even ricocheting across the sky unto the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. And then it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 16, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven quietly. With a shout. <laughs> with a shout. That means this thing is not only going to be the most visible event in human history, but it will be the most audible. Everyone will hear that Christ has returned. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ will rise. So just think about it. Mercy, right? First, right? So they shall rise first. First Thessalonians 4, 6. So think about it. The day will be so noisy 
that even the dead will hear it. <laughs> right? The dead in Christ will hear it and they will rise from their graves. That's when, friends, there will be no more parting ever again. That's why my prayer today for us and for myself is, Lord, please, may I be ready so that on that day, those that I have lost, those who have been overtaken by death, what's that? Gone before us, that I will be able to see them again. They have battled this warfare. They have gone through this life and they have ended their race. I am still here. And God is saying, will you continue to press forward? Being faithful to me by my strength alone that you may be able to see not just myself, even though that will be the spectacular focus of the day, Jesus coming back, but to be able to see our loved ones again if they have been redeemed by Jesus Christ. So we're seeing it will not only be the most visible event in human history, but it will be the most audible event in human history. With a shout will Jesus descend. As we continue, so that was fact number three. Jesus Christ will come, and when he comes, everyone will know that he has returned. Who will come with Jesus at his second coming, and why? So this is where we see it's not only going to be the most visible event, it's not only going to be the most audible event, but it's going to be the most glorious event. In the book of Matthew chapter 25 and verse 31, it says, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and a little bit of his angels with him. Is that what it says? How many? All All of heaven is going to be coming with the Son of God when he returns. Friends, that means when we look up and we see whether wicked or righteous, we will see heaven filled with the heavenly host when Jesus Christ returns. So when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. So Jesus is coming in his own glory. He comes, as the Bible also tells us, with the glory of his Father, but he's also coming with the glory of whom? All the angels. Friends, we can't miss it. The whole sky is gonna be filled with the light of the glory of the Son of God, our Savior. And why, why, why do they come with him? It says, and he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one heaven, one part of, from one end of heaven to the other. That means he's gonna gather people from where? What do you think four winds means? The whole world. So everywhere on planet Earth, Jesus Christ is going to gather all those who have placed their trust in him throughout the ages. They have depended on him. They have looked to him. And on that day, they will look up and say, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he has come to save us. That day will be a true day of salvation, friends. We are being prepped for that day. All that God is doing in the trials of life, everything that we are facing on a daily basis, 
I always wonder, Lord, these crucibles are intense. These trials are intense, Lord. And the Spirit convicts my heart. Akeem, one, it won't always be like this. But then two, as you trust in me, there is coming a day when my son will return and all trials will end, all suffering will come to an end. All departures and separation will come to an end because Jesus will come. If we hold on until then, pressing forward in the faith, never turning from Jesus but to him in all the battles of life, we can be sure that we will have a friend. A friend, get this, this is the interesting part, not just a friend, but a friend who has been through what we have been through, and he has overcome. This is the beautiful thing about Jesus Christ. Everything that he allows us to go through, he himself has already faced. And he says, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. I always looked at that statement and wondered, okay, Lord, you're saying be of good cheer. But hey, what about the battles that I'm going through now, right? I mean, you went through it already. <laughs> but that's why he's saying be of good cheer. He's in, he's in other words saying, because I went through it and I overcame, if you connect with me while going through it, what do you think will be the result? We will overcome. So, by God's grace, may we look and hold on to Christ. Lastly, what will happen to those who are righteous when Christ returns? The answer comes in Scripture. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 16 and 17, it says, As we read before, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. But then it says... Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them. Who's the them? The dead in Christ who rose first, right? So they rise, then we rise with them. So there will be people that are alive, that are righteous when Jesus comes. Those people, they'll stay put as well. They'll be alive, but then you have a group that Across all the epochs of time, from Adam all the way down to the end, they have died in Jesus, looking forward to the second advent. And on that day, they will rise at the sound of his voice. And so as they rise, we all are now translated, receiving bodies that are incorruptible, bodies without sickness, bodies without disease, bodies without aches, without pain. And as we receive those bodies, we rise together to meet the Lord where? In the air. And that tells us if someone shows up on earth claiming to be Jesus, even though having magnificent power, is it him? No. Because where do we meet him? In the air, right? And so shall we ever be with the Lord, friends. My prayer for us today is that as we look forward to this blessed hope, we have touched on part one of the second coming and the manner in which Christ will return, that we will continue to trust in Jesus knowing that that day is coming. Jesus 
will come. We can be sure of it. Our work, however, is to unite with him in this present life so that when he comes, some of you have probably been to lakes as you look down into a good, clear lake. What do you see there? As you look into a clear lake, what do you see? What's that? Was mud? The bottom? Okay, for, okay, yeah, if it's clear, for sure, for sure. What, what else do you see? If you're, if you're looking over the lake and it's clear, what else should you see? Like, yeah. <laughs> right? So you should see yourself. You should see your own reflection. And friends, that's what Christ is looking for. Christ, when he returns, if we have united with him in this life, he will bring us to such a point that we reflect his character, his image. The world is waiting for it. They are wanting to see what does the love of God look like? How does Jesus look? I've heard of the Christ of the Christians, but I want to be able to see him. And friends, when the whole world gets a revelation of who Jesus is through your life and mine, then they'll be able to make a solid decision as to whether they will receive him or not. And then our Savior will come. My prayer for us today is that we will become reflectors of the very one who is coming. So when he comes and he looks down from the heavens to the earth, he will see in us a clear reflection of himself. Can we say amen to that? Amen. Let's have a word of prayer as we close. Father in heaven, thank you so much that we have something to look forward to. The blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, of our friend, of the one who has done us no wrong ever. We thank you that he will soon come for us. And I pray that until that day, that we, by his strength, would be faithful in this life. We thank you for everyone that is here and continue to bless our hearts and minds. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Please look us up online at the1-80.org and at the 180 YouTube channel. Please reach out to us with any questions or prayer requests. Until next time, thanks for listening.